Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 22nd of May. I think we're down to like a week. No, no, we still have a time. A week and a couple of days till the end of the month, till June 1st on Saturday. That's really quick. So today's show, ah, it just made me laugh out loud when I thought of helicopter partners. And it just it just was like so fitting at the same time because I know a lot of helicopter partners and it's hard to be the one that's the helicopter. So I thought to myself, we need to just poke fun at it and maybe see if we can instill or involve other people in the family or in the partnership to be in the partnership because when we look at ourselves, one of the aspects of relationships can be how they end up running themselves. Like, how do you guys end up just doing what you do every day? And we get comfortable in our ways where one partner does these things and the other partner does these things. And, you know, we may know a little bit about each side so that if anything ever happens, we can take over or we can do it. But to have one partner do everything and the other one just shows up, eats dinner, maybe watches some TV, goes to sleep, wakes up, leaves again, comes home, eats dinner, maybe watches television, goes to sleep, and the cycle just goes on and on. And the other person's worn out doing everything. But the person that's worn out doing everything won't let anybody else do it. And it's really interesting how many partnerships do that where one or the other is in charge of everything. And part of the reason why that's the case is because one or the other wants it that way. And what they don't realize is that they are exhausting themselves and as a result are there, but they're not there really because it takes them too long to do everything. So what kind of partner are you and how best are you comfortable with a strong partner? Because some of us like to lead, some of us like to be led. But what difference does it make to recognize it, even if you want to keep it that way, to recognize it in our relationships for what we are? And how does that strengthen or weaken our connection to each other? What does it take away and what does it give? What does it take away and what does it give? Because for it to be working and have worked for so long is that it's working for the two of you. But because I work with so many people, when people get older, I mean, I walked into a situation where somebody's wife passed away, they were together, 
living together for 25 years, but they were together for 40. And when she passed away, the house just became a huge spider web of itself. And I turned around and said to the husband, my God, when would you have cleaned all of this? He said, I wouldn't have. I probably would have just died with all that there. It took six months to clean out the house because one person did everything, was just completely in charge of the entire household. And the man was out buying tape. He couldn't even find tape. Or staples. Only knew where one pot was, where one this was, where one that was, and just enough to live and breathe in the house, to go to bed, to use the restroom, to walk in the kitchen and do one of five things, and to go sit in the living room. That was it. And that went on for a long time. So after seeing that, I thought, is it really beneficial? For one person to know where everything is and the other one not to know. And I'm talking about the one in charge, too, because that's a lot of responsibility to run a house by yourself when you have a partner. Because now you kind of are a partner slash parent. And everyone kind of knows the role, but one of you doesn't feel like you're really there, but you're there. So how do we change that? Like, I couldn't wait to throw this one at Christ. One person who knows where everything is, does everything, complains about doing everything, yet doesn't ask for help or let you help because you will mess everything up. How do you get to sharing? And not because you want to take off any of the work from you, or maybe you've been single for a long time and not used to having anybody there, and then you get into a relationship and you just know how to do everything. It's not about knowing how to do everything, especially for the single crossovers into relationships because, you know, sometimes women, you know, they're single for so long that they just figured out how to fix things and how to do things. But how do you share? And this is such a common sense show, but for me, it's fun because you don't want to turn around and say, oh, my God, I'm a helicopter partner. I would have been an easy helicopter partner because I was single for so long in my lifetime. The times I was married and the times I was single, my singlehood was far outweighed my married. And in one marriage... The, the first marriage, I did do everything. It was my job because my culture is that way. You don't even know you're a helicopter partner. You're designed and born and bred to be a helicopter partner. But when I got out of that and and um, I married Sterling, Sterling wasn't well, physically well. He 
had complications from leukemia. He had four kids. I had two, and he started getting sick in his hips. They were degenerating from the chemo and the radiation. And and I know I didn't write that in Origins of Truth, but he was. Um, we were pretty much in the hospital and out of the hospital for the duration of the marriage, and we never really got a chance to to get the marriage. But it wasn't a helicopter partner situation. Even with his illness, there were favorite meals he liked to make. He was a complete active partner in the home. And that was weird for me because in my culture, that's like you've been downgraded. You weren't trusted to do all of this. So it was a whole different energy. And I had to learn that. But once I learned that, that's what I wanted. I loved having that interaction. I loved having the man care about what goes on in the house and to be part of it and to have favorite meals he liked to cook. And I loved the meals he was cooking. And I really appreciated that he could and that he wanted to and he had the energy to and he was happy to and all of that. And it made all the kids happy that he did. And he taught me certain dishes that I thought were absolutely awesome that I make till this day. And so... Working together really does create a different energy in the house because now everybody lives there. There's a guest, you know, someone who's just there and only knows a very limited amount of knowledge about the house. Because every house has a personality. It has nooks and crannies, different noises. Every house you walk into in your lifetime, you have to learn the house just like we learn our partners, because every house has different things that are okay in it. And, and, and you may even know everywhere there's a chip of paint, you know, coming off and, and all these things. But that's how relationships are. We, we all have those little chips of paint, but they're all in different places. So when you're not helicoptering, there's things that when you do them together, let's say you are that person who is, in the position of wanting to control the household. How do you stop doing that? How do you stop? Well, it's, it's kind of the same way we teach kids how to become part of the household instead of playing and leaving their toys everywhere. But how do you get them more involved? It's the same way we should go about with our partners. And I know Christ always says, never forget, we're all kids. We're just in bigger bodies. We are all kids. We never stop being kids. In our mind, six years old could have been one year ago or 25 years ago. We still remember certain things as though they just happened, only they don't exist anymore in the world. So always remember, we're kids. Kids who became older and put into a system and force us to, in quotes, grow up. But what do we do? Well, you kind of say, can you help me with this? You do things together. Once you do things together and they start knowing where the tape is, where the staples are, where the broom is, where the vacuum cleaner is, what day the garbage man comes, What time of day does the mailman come? Or you're both kind of tag teaming. 
And then you start transferring over what goes on in the house. And it's a process, and it may take time because the other person may feel like, well, why, why do they want me to do this now? And, and you know, what is it? Don't, don't I do enough? Am I being punished? But it's not a negative thing to know your house and to know your, your family's habits in that way. That's when families really feel like families. That tag team that can go on is a very cool feeling, and it's very liberating that everyone knows how to do everything. Because what happens, and, and you know, these are things I've seen because people who've been married for a while, you know, one, of, one or the other is going to leave before the other one. They just don't know what they're doing there. And a lot of times they'll sell the house as is, and they lose a lot of money because they do that because they don't know how to fix it or clean it even. Helicopter partners, think about that. I I want the term out there just in case it's you. I could have easily stayed a helicopter partner because I was raised to be one. And in, in my culture, everybody knows men don't know anything about the house. Everyone knows that. That's a common denominator. Women are in control of the kids, of the husband. And if everything goes right, it's because the husband was great. And if everything goes wrong, it's because the mother couldn't do it. Period. There is no other explanation. But outside of that, had I remarried inside my culture... I would have remained that person, not even by choice. I would have just, that's all I knew. But I got to experience something else. And the level of emotional intimacy is the difference. Because when you are a helicopter partner, you over time, Start taking on the characteristics of being a parent to your partner. Because what happens is you end up taking care of everybody. Your partner and the kids are all clumped in one place. And then here you are over here managing the company. Whichever partner you are, if you're the helicopter parent, partner, helicopter, anything, you are the one running the entire show. And you you feel like somebody hired you without a paycheck. You're working day and night. You're making lists. What does the house need? What does the partners need? What are the partner needs? What do the kids need? And you're just wearing yourself out every single day, and nobody even has a clue what you're doing. Or how? Or why? And then you wonder why you look at your partner like they're a little kid. Because they're being treated like one. And the helicopter partner has a lot to do with it. And they themselves may not even like the result of it. Because the result of it is that now 
you're taking care of everything from cleaning underwear to providing meals to making sure their favorite foods are there to making sure the house is ready once everybody gets home instead of them being a part of the household and preparing the house to be ready for everybody. When everyone in a family, when both partners have skin in the game, I mean, sure, you guys have skin in the game because you're there. You're already there. That's skin in the game. The skin in the relationship, the give and take, the, hey, I knew enough to do this for you, or I woke up and made you breakfast. Instead of being like a stranger in the kitchen, you learn from each other. You tag team. It takes so much pressure off the helicopter partner because that person learns to share, learns to balance, learns to be together. Because what happens is when one partner is the one running the show and the other one is the invited guest, you actually don't have downtime with them because the house will never be done with work. I know that sounds weird to say, but if you're, if you're home a lot, you could go all day and all night and you still won't be done because there's always something to do. So while they're sitting there relaxing and resting, and you're tinkering somewhere in the house, you don't sit together. And then when you go to bed, you're exhausted. And you look at them and you're like, oh, I'm just so tired. And you crash. <laughs> where does the relationship go? And that's where you become a parent. Helicopter parents don't have very close relationships with their kids. They're so busy orchestrating how everything's going to be. And then if anything falls out of that, that structure that you build, everybody's in trouble. Same thing happens with partners. Why are you late coming home from work? Why did you leave that on the counter? How come you broke that? Why didn't you pay attention to this? Can't I even get you to take the trash out once in a while? That's what the conversation sounds like. So today is just the day of awareness. Just to be aware that it may look like you're doing everything and you care. But are there other reasons behind the personality that needs to control everything around it? Because I know in my culture, it wasn't weird to me because that's what everybody did. But in my household, my parents were atypical to the culture I was raised in when my dad was home from work. My dad loved to cook. He would make his own stuff, and my mom would just sit at the table and wait. She just loved it. It made her feel cared for. It made her feel like, you know, and my dad, we, his name, he had an Arabic name, but he became Charlie in America from, like, the early 50s because no one could say his name. And so she'd always go, Charlie, I love it when you do that. <laughs> 
Charlie, I, you know, it just went on and on. But it gave them something to share outside of us. Not like my dad came home and cooked for all of us. That never happened because he wasn't home long enough. My dad worked seven days a week. And only on, like, when he retired, he went back to work and he worked with his brothers. Only on that time was he ever home in the morning, long enough to make a breakfast. But he did, and he made it for my mom. And that would make my mom's day. Made her feel like, hey, you know what? The only reason why we don't do these things is because he's not home, not because he doesn't care. And she did run almost everything in the house, but my dad did know where everything was in the kitchen. Interesting. My parents were interesting in in within the culture, but they also trained us the way the culture is because they really had no other training in their mind. It was the culture. But I got to see that example, and I remember when I was married in my first marriage, and I was watching them, and then I got older and got married, and was in a whole different situation, a whole different personality, which I never saw the, that kind of personality before in my lifetime. And I thought to myself, well, maybe God, the good marriage I was supposed to see wasn't my own, but it was my parents' marriage. I wasn't sure because I, I couldn't understand the person I was with. And in our culture, you don't get to date for a long time and decide whether or not you want them. You have to decide when your parents say, okay, this person is good for your life. We know you. We know them. You're going to be fine. And then you get married. Because in our culture, the man is responsible for finance because most marriages break up because of finance. And they figure if that's covered, you will be able to raise a good family. And then that's it. Your life is devoted to doing that. And what I saw in our culture And what I see in helicopter partners is so similar that it brought me back to the little intricacies of my culture. But it's also good to talk about how culture works because in a big part of our world that we live in, culture runs the show. It it looks like religion. They say, oh, you're Muslim and Muslims do this. Well, no, we never did that stuff. We just did the culture stuff. My parents were not religious. My mom became so later in life where she wore a scarf and prayed five times a day, but she wasn't the religious that we see in the press or whatever it is that it's been turned into as we've gotten older. But there's one person who takes on the responsibility of doing, knowing, feeling everything for the family. And then what happens to that helicopter partner is they get very protective of their role because they become the identity of the person who's running the show. They even will be like, oh, well, you know how it is when you do everything. And sometimes when they're tired, they start to resent everybody. Like, well, you guys never do anything. And everybody's blamed, the big blanket blame. Ultimately, being in charge of everything 
will weaken your connection to everybody. Because now it's like you're their caretaker. They don't learn to care sometimes even for themselves. Even doing their own wash may be a challenge. Think about that. You have adults in the house with you, and you're doing their wash, and you're making their meals, and you're doing their shopping, you're cleaning their house, you're cleaning their room, you're cleaning their bathroom. You're just amazed. No matter which partner you are. And if you pick up someone's underwear long enough, now you become their caretaker. How attractive is that? Yet, if you are together and you're both kind of carrying your own weight, you can still look at each other as partners as opposed to caretaker and someone that needs to be taken care of. Because I will guarantee you, before you got together and became the helicopter partner, that your partner took care of themselves before they got there and did a good enough job to attract you to them, even though you may have said, oh, man, I'm walking into a great situation. I can be with someone and run the show. I won't be challenged. I will take care of everything. That may look like it's strengthening everybody, but really it's disabling the biggest component of being a partner, and that's sharing and doing things together and transferring some chores. Just knowing where everything is, what is in the junk drawer? What is in the corner of the garage? Where does the remote normally go? Those little things that we face every single day should be the give and take of both partners. There's, you know, when you, when you generationally will meet older people, they'll be like, you know, she knew where everything was. I don't know where anything is. That's what I got. So when we went through everything, we put stuff where they knew where everything was, walked them through the house, and let them feel, at the very least, the partner in their own home with their home. There was a lot of cleaning, a lot of stuff going on that her partner didn't even know. She loved candles. There were candles in every drawer of the house. There was stuff packed in places you couldn't even believe. The trips to the Salvation Army. The stuff that was given away to other families. And I'm talking families, like five or six different families. And you couldn't even tell the difference on the outside in the home. If you could imagine. If you could just imagine how disconnected there was between the home and the person living in it. So share. If you feel like you're the one running everything in your home, learn to share. Let the other person be your partner, not your child. 
it's different when you have different roles. If you're going to work and, you know, you're the one taking care of the finance, let your partner know what's going on financially. Because if anything happens to you, they're not going to have a clue. The same way if something happens to the person running the house. They don't have to be doing every single thing you're doing. All they have to do is be aware of what exists. All you have to do is be aware. What difference does it make to us to recognize our relationships for what they are? Is to learn to build bridges from what they aren't. And it will breed new life between the two of you. Like, yeah, I've been doing that all these years. And you can just look and go, geez, thank you. Thank you for that. Wow, you've been doing that all this time. And they say, wow, you've been doing this all these years? Yes. Sharing, you know, as silly as it sounds, is caring. Caring to give each other enough time to introduce each other to the other parts of what makes your marriage or your partnership work. It's really cool to discover new things about each other in time and over time. It's just once we do, we get connected, we plug in, and it renews the way we look at each other. So start sharing, have fun, enjoy Live in the moment, and don't don't let yourself be labeled a helicopter partner. Enjoy your partnership. I will see you guys tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.